Though man has abandoned God, God has never abandoned them. He is always seeking after them. Instead of blaming God for all the misfortunes that are happening to us today because of sin, let us see how God has dealt with the situation. Let us see the plan that God has established in order to bring men back to his state of perfections, of happiness, and of bliss that he was created for. Hi, welcome back to the Bible Answers Podcast. My name is Harold. I'm so thankful that you're here with me for a new episode of the Fundamental Belief Series. Let us have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for the privilege of this moment that you have given us to open your word. We pray that it may be a blessing in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we'll consider in this topic the plan of redemption, the plan that God has made to rescue the human race. When our first parents sin, they have not only committed a wrong and then that's it, uh, a wrong that they could easily change, but the sin that they have committed has also affected their whole nature. Now in Genesis chapter 3 verse 8, it says, And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Now, immediately that Adam and Eve have sinned, their behavior toward God has changed. When it was the, the time of their communion with God in the Garden of Eden, God went look out for them. They were hiding themselves and they became afraid of God. And they said that we hid ourselves because we were naked. Uh, physically, Adam and Eve was always naked, but they had not realized that, that they were naked because they were covered with the glory of God. And in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, we find that the Bible said that, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When Adam and Eve have sinned, they have come short of the glory of God. Until now, they had covered themselves with the glory of God as a light. Just like God covered himself with glory as a garment, Adam and Eve was covered with glory as a garment and uh, that you you can read in psalms chapter 104 verse 2 uh, verse 1 bless the lord O my soul O lord my god you are very great you are clothed with honor and majesty who cover yourself with light as a garment who stretch out the heavens like a curtain so god covered himself with light as a garment so um, because Adam and Eve was created in the image of God after his likeness, so they were also covered with light as a garment. The moment that they sinned, they lost that covering of light. In Romans chapter 3, verse 23, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, what is noticeable is the behavior of Adam and Eve just after they have committed sin. They were hiding themselves from God. 
and that is what happened in our nature after sin. Our relationship with God has been broken. In Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1 and 2, it says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sin have hid his face from you that he will not hear you. Our sin have separated us from God. And because of that, we were condemned to die. In Romans chapter 5, verse 12, Wherefore, as by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. So because of one man's sin, death entered into the world by sin, and death passed upon all men, because all have sinned. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, the wages of sin is death. Therefore, we all were condemned to die. I would like to read a statement from the book Early Writings, written by Ellen G. White, on page 149, paragraph 2. She said, Sorrow filled heaven as it was realized that man was lost, and that the world which God has created was to be filled with mortals doomed to misery, sickness, and death. There was no way of escape for the offender. The whole family of Adam must die. So immediately that man has sinned, there was that feeling that they were doomed to misery, sickness, and death because of their sin. But God has made a plan. God, knowing that men could have sinned, because sin has already existed before they were created. And God know that sooner or later sin would reach to our planet because Satan were cast out from heaven. God knew that man would have faced the choice to obey him or to obey Satan, the deceiver. So God has made a plan of rescue. And thank God for that plan. Today we have hope of salvation. Men do not need to perish unless they choose to. It is possible to return to God and enjoy eternal life through Jesus Christ. In John chapter 6 verse 35, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He that come to me shall never hunger, and he that believe on me shall never thirst. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son, believeth on him, may have eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. God has sent Jesus Christ in this world, not only to represent him, to represent his character, but also to offer his life in sacrifice as a ransom for our sin. By dying on the cross for our sins, Christ redeemed us from the death sentence pronounced by the holy law of God, which we have transgressed. More than that, Christ imparts to us divine power to unite with human effort. So, by faith in Christ, as we accept his life and death for us and place ourselves under the guidance of his spirit, and by repentance and regeneration, we regain that which was lost by our first parents. So God has made a plan 
that we all might be safe. And that's what we call the plan of redemption. God has laid down in a plan the steps that we must take in order to be safe. The plan of redemption was motivated by the love of God for the fallen race. And full provision has been made for our salvation. Christ came into the world to give us an example of the way that we should live our life and the kind of relationship that we should have with God. Remember, the first thing that happened when Adam and Eve have sinned is that they have fled from the presence of God. They have hidden themselves from God. And that became our nature. We are fleeing from God. Our conception of God has been distorted. Christ came into this world to reveal God to us. He came to show us the love that God has for us. He came to prove unto us that that God is still interested in our well-being and our salvation. In John chapter 3 verse 14, verse 14 to 16, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Verse 17, For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that through him the world might be safe. So by sending his Son into the world, God wants to reveal his love unto us. Jesus Christ has come. He has lived a life of obedience. He has lived a life in conformity to the will of God. And the life of Jesus has become a pattern of obedience to us. Instead of going about to establish our own righteousness, we can simply accept the righteousness of Christ. The life of right doing that Jesus Christ has lived is called his righteousness. That is His good works, which he has done when he was here on earth. And all these good works that he has done is recorded, and he has that on his account as his own. This is his righteousness. Now, instead of going about to establish our own righteousness, we can simply accept the righteousness of Christ. What does that mean? Instead of trying to please God, instead of trying to, you know, to do things to please God, we can simply accept the good record that Jesus Christ had. And God will accept us on the account of Jesus Christ's righteousness. Another way, God will accept the good life of Jesus Christ as it was our own. Because his blood atones for our sin, his obedience will be accepted for us then the heart renewed by the Holy Spirit will bring forth fruits of the Spirit. Through the grace of Christ, we shall live in obedience to the law of God written in our heart. Having the Spirit of Christ, we shall walk even as he walked. So the life record, the the good things that Jesus Christ has done, God accept them as it was our own. When we believe in Christ, when we believe that his life, his death is sufficient to save us 
from our sin. Only the pride heart will strive to earn salvation. Only those who are proud in their heart will strive to earn salvation. Even after the Lord has offered so great sacrifice for our sin. In the next episode, we want to establish three important steps in our salvation. Grace, faith, and works. Until then, thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you had enjoyed it. God bless you. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for your love and mercy toward us. Thank you, Lord, for continuing to seek after us even though we are fleeing from you. Thank you, Lord, for the salvation that we have in Jesus Christ. In his name we pray. Amen.